Now, due to the large number of complaints shared to my owners, regarding the length of our previous answering machine message, we made a few changes. If you just want to say short hello or leave a nice message, like a happy birthday or thank you message, please wait for the tone. If you want to leave a long long message, let me see. Yeah, press star, press 6, wait for the tone. Then, please leave your name and long long message. It's okay, we won't complain. Ha ha. Now, if you still want to complain about the length of this message, please leave your number and the time you called, by pressing star twice. Then spin in a circle. Press 1 twice slowly. Breathe in, and then breathe out. Beep. Then talk very softly. Like me. Otherwise? If you have not understood anything, hang up and call again. I'll be here and going nowhere till you get it. Good morning, good afternoon, good whatever time it is. <laughs> Hi. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to Living Truthfully, the podcast. And happy birthday to you, Amani Maranga, because you've been doing it for one year. <laughs> so it's your birthday too. It's your one year anniversary. I would like to say... Thank you. Thank you for the insight. Thank you for holding space for vulnerability and for doing it indiscriminately, for allowing vulnerability to exist in all its shapes and forms and for people of all shapes, forms and persuasions, largely Christian, but generally everybody. And thank you for showing what um, honoring yourself and showing up every day no matter what it looks like that is lovely and that is commendable and it makes the world go round because that is love have a wonderful birthday i hope you have some cake <laughs> and i hope that the next year will be even more amazing thank you Happy birthday, Living Truthfully, and I'm wishing you many, many, many episodes of truthful and candid conversations um, and also reflections of day-to-day -day struggles that we face. Yeah, all the best to you, Amani. Thank you for opening up this wonderful space. Congratulations, my friend. Glad it's been a year of listening to this podcast happy to have been there when the seed was sown and seeing what it has come to personally it's been a minefield of information i think my highlights were dr jay carter and robert burale i i got to know that i'm not alone in my circumstances may god bless your work and uh, I, I have this great great feeling that this is going to grow bigger than you ever know well done my friend happy birthday happy birthday amani happy birthday living truthfully podcast i think my brother you have been doing such an amazing job uh speaking to people and especially uh to men about living authentically um i'm really proud to be associated with you i think you've started a movement and you know nowadays everywhere i go i, I hear people talking about you know men and being more open and, and and just trying to become good people and better people for the society man for that kudos you deserve all the best and I think that even with the listenership that you've actually grown, I'm praying for you to get even more and more. May you continue to touch people's lives in a good way through this medium. Um, I think 2020 will be a better year even for the podcast. Uh, all the best, my brother, uh, Dr. Oscar. You know, I'm going to be your ally all the same. And you are also welcome, of course, to be on the Dr. Oscar podcast. Um, these holidays, we'll be doing something as well, as you know. So have a good one, my brother. All the best. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good whatever time it is, wherever you are in this continent, out there in the other seven con how many are they? Welcome to Living Truthfully. I am so happy that you're here, that you're still listening. And you guys, the feedback I'm getting on this podcast is crazy. I just excited about the feedback that you're giving me. Thank you so much. Oh, and let me say this. Thank you so much for those of you that have heeded the call and have been 
going on to your phone on to Mpesa and sending something uh, to keep the podcast going. We really appreciate the effort that you're putting in and just keeping us afloat. Thank you so much. Now. And with me in studio is a legend. This is a man's word. This guy has probably the highest number of listens on our podcast. And as you're just about to hit one year, it's only fitting to have the man, the legend, Mr. Moses Nderito. Any one day you'll become a boxer and I'll introduce you like that. What up, man? Uh, nothing much. Mdogo, mdogo. I was just being reminded how mm-hmm. your episodes mm-hmm. this year, uh, I think it was episode th- 32, 32 and, yeah, and 33, 33 yeah. fire. Someone really? just said fire. Really? Yes, really. You know the funniest thing is mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> um, what I like about the, how how we do this, eh? mm. it's you're just beating a story with somebody. Yeah. But then, you know, a guy is listening, um, it's just chicks. Because me, it's only women who come and tell me, <laughs> Bana, big up, man, what you do, what you said is so... It's. Do you know why I'm laughing? Yeah. Because just today, before you came into studio, Super Producer Lee was asking me, wait, podcast ni Charlie ama ni Yeah. And I looked at him and like, what, what sort of question is this? So, what's the feedback you've gotten? First, maybe feedback from, from myself. Yes. I mean, having that that conversation, mm. you don't realize that you're carrying baggage, mm. but it's almost like you put, you just dropped it. Come and buy and buy. But funny enough is what you thought that maybe people will uh, look at you with maybe some sort of shame. Actually, quite the contrary. And what has happened is people then come and say, hey, boss, yeah, Strong. Mm-hmm. Jamas don't say much. They just tell you, uh, yeah. yeah, you know, they give you that yeah. look. But ladies, oh, you know, that was amazing. They, they are sharing. Oh, you know, some told me, I don't know, it was a subject of their chama. And I think, what? And uh, and some, I'm, I'm, I'm talking from people in their 20s, 30s, mm-hmm. to ladies in their 50s. Yes. Telling me, but I should talk to more men. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, what's, what is it that I said that seems to have resonated so much with you? But Evidently, everybody's got something different. What I got from from it was, I just feel, I feel free. Mm. I don't feel I have to carry that mm. as a as a as a as a crown of shame. Mm. And for me, it's it's brilliant. It's brilliant. That, that's the drug that brings me to this studio every week. The freedom that comes from just sharing a piece of myself. And knowing that I have, I have nothing to hide, that that I don't have to carry that shame anymore. And then there's this whole thing, everybody telling you, oh, you know, it was so authentic. It's so great to hear, to hear men vulnerable. And I'm sitting there thinking, uh, what's this about? Because I did not know that that's, I mean, personally, I didn't think that's a thing. I mean, why am I being, why am I being congratulated for being vulnerable? That's like, that's almost like, it's almost like turning your life upside down because you're not supposed to be vulnerable. And we I was not trying to be vulnerable. Mm. I was just trying to be honest and, mm. as you say, living truthfully. Yeah. I had a great quote today that uh, the truth is like a lion. When you release it to the jungle, it's going to defend itself. Mm. You know? And I think what you did was just that. It was uh, you released truth. And it's gone there and it's defended itself. And bro, you know, I I actually can see the demeanor change <laughs> in, in you. I, I would like to say that I can see the demeanor change, but uh, boss, you know, what's going on? But how can I bring a guy to studio, mother, to insult me? Uh, my tumbo. Uh, my tumbo? Uh, I can't afford gym. You know, I'm even afraid of that kabaton. If it ngokas it there, it can ngoa my macho. Maybe, Lee, a bullet is a shed zanku. 
Ah, Mose, it's so good to have you back. You did an incredible thing uh, after we did the podcast. You hosted some men uh, to your house. Tell me about that. No, that was great. I mean, <laughs> as as we spoke about the last time, it, mm. it started off again because of our pal Steve and everything. Yeah. But it's 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 now created. We've been trying to find another date, and let me tell you, mm-hmm. to get twenty guys in a house together. Together. Mm. I I don't know. I think I I think having the giriris is easier. <laughs> you, you know, you agree, then so and so is not coming, and it's just the dynamics are crazy. But just the, set a date, and then whoever comes comes. And, and that's what we've done, and the okay. date the date is happening, and uh, two guys, and we are all meeting. We said let's do it before the it gets the festive season. Yeah, and. Everybody is now looking forward and you see guys apologizing. I'm sorry, I can't make it, but I really, we must do another one. So somebody has offered the Mbuzi this time. Oh, nice. So cool. So uh, the boys are meeting again and uh, let's hope we can share, I'll, I'll, laugh. I'll come, I'll come with the water. Yeah, you, know, you know, I, I, I have interest in a water business. So I'll, I'll come with so the water. Imagine me in the water like a bucket in it. This is why I'm offering it now. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bro. I'm good. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for coming. And I called you in because this is such a natural continuation to the conversation we've been having with you. Mm-hmm. We're discussing co-parenting. And uh, you know, I said of all the people I know, you are the expert. Really? Yes. <laughs> By virtue of the amount of co-parenting <laughs> you have to do, man. Mm-hmm. Um and but I have a I have a very specific agenda mm. with this with this uh with this conversation and let me let me share what my thoughts are. One, I'm hoping that if there are dads out there who are struggling with their co parenting situation, that they can and they can probably learn from our experiences mm. about what they can do right and what they can avoid from our mistakes. I'm also hoping that if there's a dad out there who's afraid to step into the co-parenting space, has a child with someone probably not very involved, and is doesn't know how to get into that space where they're involved in the, with their child. Then they can gather some courage from this conversation. And so let's let's get something straight. Mm-hmm. Let's let's maybe split hairs and agree that there's difference between dads and fathers. I agree. Okay. Okay. So, what's so the let's difference? talk. Let's talk to. Let's talk to the fathers out there. You know, it's easy to father a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, technically, you're a sperm donor. Mm. A dad mm. is out there battling for that child on a daily basis. Mm. So perhaps maybe what I would say is let's try and make some fathers into dads. Mm. Okay. Mm. And help some dads who are struggling to keep focus. I don't think you need me in this room. You can do this by yourself. Okay, <laughs> that, see you. See you. See you. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to return home. Say <laughs> uh, Good morning. Good afternoon. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, that is very profound. Yeah. But I want to start with Mose. Yeah. You you did say earlier in this podcast that you have seven children. Mm-hmm. Six. Six. Six children. Okay. Well, seven. Yes, we, we, we came. Oh, we, you see, I always have to remind myself yes. that, yes, at that point, there were six, the, the, six, then the seventh then came up. Yeah, seven. yeah. Okay. Though he's not a child, he's a grown up. But they're your children. Yes. They're your mm. children. Yes. Fruit of my loins. Fruit of your loins. And that's a good thing for you to say because <laughs> I don't think we can have a co parenting conversation mm-hmm. without having a sex conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm. Um, Don't start that story of six years. Tafadali. No, no, I'm not going to ask you. Uko your story. Ukianza your story, ni amara here. No, I'm not asking you. I'm not asking you. So when did you last have sex? That's not That's not the point. I'm so glad this is not a video. So, Mose, I want to have the conversation around the the situations that get us to co-parent mm-hmm. okay because it starts from somewhere yeah and there there are situations we are happy with there are situations we regret mm. okay like 
I could have made a different decision at that point. Mm. I did my second episode is called Crossing Fingers is not a strategy. Mm. And part of what I wanted to say then that I didn't have the courage is that you cannot have sex, unprotected sex, and cross fingers and hope she doesn't get pregnant. Mm-hmm. That's not a strategy. Agreed. You you have you either wear a condom or you you abstain or you know or your withdrawal game must be strong like something. But you see it it's if we speak honestly, are we not, trying to I say hope. that every time you have sex, you're trying to have a child? That's not the point. Yeah, but th- that's the point. Because well, you're you trying you, to have a child. No, definitely not. Yes, uh, you're, you're having an intimate moment with somebody who you may care for, mm. or you may not. Mm. Okay, mm. But you are not trying to have a child. And none of you was impaired. So mm. both of you are fully aware. Are fully aware. So you're aware, yeah, but, and she's also aware. But the fact that the child has come sh- then should not change the dynamic of what was going on at that point. Mm. So you guys were assuming you're in a casual relationship. Mm. Well, you're, you're in a relationship that's not got to the point whereby children are even a, 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 a conversation, a conversation mm. or even marriage for, for that sake. Yeah. Now that the child, now that somebody has got pregnant or the, the, the does that then mean you should get married? Does that then mean you should be a family? So you see, it's and that's where maybe it starts wrong. Mm. Because then the pressure begins. And that's when men bail. Mm. Yeah? Because that was not a point. I know people, okay, mm-hmm. who have had wine night stands mm-hmm. and have a toy. Mm. What now truly, truly, okay? I agree you have a responsibility. Mm. But truly, I swear. Yeah? And this is a guy's point of view, and let's—I yeah. don't—I that, know the ladies will not agree, and that's, that's okay. That, that's why truly, it's like it, it's like you know, it's like a, it's like you're a goalie, the chick is a goalie, you are striker, boss. <laughs> it's that's the natural thing to do. Mm. But then, the, once a child comes, it that cannot be used then to uh, demonize you because you weren't ready. Mm. And if that if that was the conversation, if you were ready at that point, mm. then remember the way it happens. Eh? A lady gets pregnant. Mm-hmm. She has maybe misses her first period. She's not sure. Mm. Second, uh, hey, then starts thinking, hey, things might be. I'm feeling a bit different. Yeah. By the time she's checking pregnancy tests, what it's six to eight weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So she has had six to eight weeks of processing. Mm. Okay. Then she finally confirms, buys that kit and confirms, and now knows. Mm-hmm. She stays another. Three or four weeks, wondering how she'll tell you. Yeah. Maybe you've never even seen her from that day, uh, or even whether she should tell or you. Whether she should tell you, mm. and then what? Boom! She comes and tells you, and you're supposed to behave like in the movies, you know, like, oh, it's so great. What? First, you stop briefing. You're like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, your whole world suddenly is collapsing. It, it, yeah. It's it, the walls are closing in on you. You don't even know what is she saying. You start thinking. You mean that one day is now going to affect the rest of, of my, my life? life yeah. So there's there are different emotions, and maybe we, as guys, we never, you not, we never discuss that. Yeah. But so that day you'll go to the pub and you're sitting there catching pints and you're thinking, oh shit, I messed up, I messed up, I messed up. What am I gonna do? If you tell another guy, what he literally, ah, boss, just that toy, you have a beer. You know that's mm. that's the way we are program but the other person every single day something is growing in them they are bonding they are doing this and you you're trying to run the other direction you are thinking your life has stopped maybe you are not even in maybe it was you are even cheating on somebody else you then now have to you are now weighing how this child is going to be born i have this relationship what are we going to do so that's why guys i i would say i would assume that's why guys bail okay but then sometimes you stay and you mm. say, okay, come on, buy, buy. But then it's not now. Then all these issues of society would come in. And it's what you expected. And sometimes you don't conform. And maybe that's my situation. Is certain things were expected of me at that mm. point. And you don't conform. And that creates friction. And when there's friction between you and the lady, mm. it doesn't stop the baby from growing mm. in her. Mm. And the child will still be born in the nine months. Mm. So then... You've not dealt with the issues. The issues mm. that, and I know, 
because of maybe because of the guy guys bail because of the shape women you can't bail either you terminate mm. which has all its risks and god knows and, and it's illegal and well. yeah or you have the child and if you have the child you then have the entire society looking at you and thinking Allah so and so's daughter hmm. are, are you getting married oh who's the father and the guy has bailed so you are then have an issue with that guy so no matter what so where, where when the child comes you guys are not at the same space no. mm. at all and unless that is sorted out because what you're looking at is you're looking the guy is looking at it he's looking at his life mm. the woman is looking at her life and i'm saying this me i was thinking man my life is over I can't tell my mom we are going to i'm having a toy and i'm not planning on getting married mm. oh my, my life was good i mean when i got my first child or who i thought was mm. my first child mm. i my girlfriend then was coming back from the states after finishing university and mm. here is the one who i am with who i have been with for some time is telling me she's pregnant saying hey we must mm. this so you can imagine that's not a good space but the child will still come usipende mm. the child will still come and then when it comes are you going to go be in a good space you have the friction in your life she has the friction in her life. she has the stigma the shame the what and then you are now beginning to co-parent from where you never had a discussion of how we how we're going to have a child you mm. never had a, how we are going to raise the child you never mm. had any discussion that had that was this at this level but now you're supposed to magically get together and become uh, and co-parent mature mature adults and figure out how to put your feelings aside for the sake of a child it's very difficult it's very, and it's taken time it's taken time it is difficult and it varies from one person to the next because you don't know what their motivation mm. all i can say is you say i'm an expert all i can say is my experience and my experience is i've been through it all me i have stood in court mm. and listened to the mashtaka and listening to that story and i'm thinking looking at my lawyer and thinking are we in the wrong courtroom because you know the person making the accusation no, but no. the person they're talking about i had no clue who that person they were talking about is i did not know what they were talking about and i kept thinking this must be the case before mine mm. but somehow today it's not that stressful it actually is not stressful at all but it's taken time it's taken a hell of a lot of time it's taken sacrifice it's taken uh, for me to change how i see things for the other person to change how they see things it's taken a lot it's not it's not automatic but we must accept that at the point where it starts it doesn't start organically it's not like you went and um, you know and you know there are many things we do you don't you go and buy a puppy mm. and you expect the puppy is going to grow into Mm. So it's it's deliberate. Mm. This wasn't deliberate. So sometimes you are being expected to act in a deliberate way when the decision you when you found yourself in a very not in a place that you were not. Where the, where you are right now is a consequ- is a consequence of a non-deliberate decision. Mm-hmm. Hey bro, mm. whether that's the end of the podcast, it said everything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I understand everything you've said. Um how we get and, and and why I started with the sex is because I feel like there's a there's a lesson here to be learned for people who right now don't have children mm-hmm. and are engaging in sexual relations mm-hmm. without forethought of the consequences of those relations and I like the way you've you've, you've put it because you said this this was casual this was Maybe it was not even. It was not procreation. It was recreation. It was recreation. Let's be call it as yeah. it was. <laughs> and so people engaging in recreation, not mm. knowing that procreation is a is a real potential result mm. that changes your life. But come on, you know, for me, I have a problem with that that issue because not every sexual encounter, even in marriage. Mm every time you sleep with your wife you're supposed to, you're trying to get a toy no but bro see you know it's a pot is a possibility yeah but it's not like you see this is the problem and this mm-hmm. is where biology doesn't work mm-hmm. 
you can get hash can get one toy in a year you mean can you get you know it's there's a mismatch boss there's a mismatch i've laughed like a fool there's a mismatch so you see you i i refuse to buy that because yes there's a potential but also we have to stop demonizing guys for it because we are demonized let me tell you you have a child mm. next thing you on kilimani moms and dads you dead dead dads. Dads, yeah. and really did you consult me did you come and say hey moses can we have a child together i i really it's it's not you sprang it on me and then i was supposed to say hallelujah you know there's such a double-sided coin to this one and one that has a, even a double standard and i'll get to it But first, I think what I have learned from my experience is to take responsibility for my actions. Mm. And so, if I do not want the chance of having a child with you, I'm me I'm always trapped up. That's simple. Because I'm like this is my action for me now and this is after mistakes, bro. This I is am, this I, is my action now. I to, hear you. I hear you and, and 100% agree. And I'm trying to But get boss, a vasectomy. Where were you when I was 19? You should have told me that story yeah. I, I mean, that's <laughs> that I'm having this convo with you. We tell this guy over here, oh, the intern, intern. who's skizzing to know that there are real consequences, yeah. you know? Um and and it's a, as a result of pain hmm. that it's that the pain is what reminds me to to put that thing on, eh? But you know even that thing sometimes you never you can you can find it chilling like a scarf what will you do I, I, <laughs> That image is so bad <laughs> It happens <sighs> then Hey Now <laughs> I don't know if I should make my controversial statement I'll Go make ahead. it anyway It's about this choice story because they say that uh, you know when, when a chick is pregnant she has a choice whether to keep it or not I say choice in quotes. Yeah. It's not like a straight choice. It's not like on and off. Yeah. yeah? yeah. But those are it's an it, those are the options. They're not equal. They're not equal. They're not equal. No. And and, and and I'm not even yeah. I'm not even downplaying mm-hmm. the weight mm-hmm. of those options. I'm just looking at this from a dude perspective. But if she decides not to keep it, I don't have a say. It's her body, it's her choice. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I stay I stay in my lane. But if she decides to keep it, mm-hmm. then I am part of the package. Because if she decides to keep it, then I have a responsibility as a father. Do you see the double standard? I see where you're coming from, but do you know if she decides not to keep it, mm-hmm. you s- she may hold you responsible for that for the rest of your life and It's you true. may not know and we have we have had people who perhaps what if she never has another child who will she blame me what if you never have another child then many years later on you find out that so and so had had your uh, what you consider that pregnancy yes, yeah. what would, you know it's not as easy as it, it would be nice to make it abstract but it's not there's no straight line to there's no straight line to it so it's like, for me i see it it's like a And I think I said this to you in the la- I I said God has a sense of humor. Mm. Because sitting here today. Mm. And if we had had this conversation when I was 19. Mm-hmm. Now, if I was to which and I asked you this which child would I return? Which one would I say I wouldn't have wanted? None. What would I be living for? So maybe now I've gone full circle and say actually How could it have been a mistake? How can the best blessing in my life have been, been a mistake? mistake? Preach. And I you know, it's so true because my children are everything. Everything. Hmm. You take out whatever you take out of this. I don't even have a conclusion for someone like out of this thing because you're saying children really are a blessing. And they've changed my kids have changed my life. Yesterday, my daughter sent a text in a, in a group, uh, family WhatsApp group. So my son told my daughter, because she's in school, out of town, that he misses her. And then she posted that koalas are endangered species. Okay? 
there's forest fires happening right now in Australia. So I text. So my son has texted, I miss you. She texts, callers are in danger. I text, I love you, Baba, because I'm trying to make him feel better about missing the sister. She says, wow. I tell her, listen, we also care about koalas, but your brother needs love right now. And she says, he's not almost extinct. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I'm like, that wit. It's, I am so glad to have had that conversation, had that laughter for that moment. Mm. And my kids are such a blessing to me. And I hear you when you're saying that they are a blessing. You can ne- There's no one you can choose to return. No. And maybe what we're saying is that children are a blessing despite how they come yes. to us. And that's that. Now there, we can start the podcast. So they have come. What are you going to do about it? This episode of Living Truthfully is brought to you by the generous contribution of listeners like you. If you'd like to contribute to our podcast as a way of saying thank you, good job, keep going at it, or just a way of buying us coffee, please check the details on how you can give your love donation in the show notes of this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and leave a rating or review. Thank you. So they have come. What are you going to do about it? Now, that's actually where co-parenting starts. Mm. Because you have to agree that they're here. Mm. What next? So, are you going to spend your time fighting with a mom because she told you she was, it was a good, it was it was those days, she mm. was safe. Yeah? Mm. Or, and she's now pregnant, are you going to spend your time fighting about uh, but I could have, you should have, or you know, shoulda, coulda, woulda. Is that what you're gonna spend, or you're gonna spend your time saying, okay, we are here, we have this blessing mm. of a child, mm. what can we do about it? And put our personal feelings aside. And the moment you take out your, you are, you are the grown up, mm. the moment you remove your personal issues and your disappointments and your all those other issues, the two of you. And you then say, what's the, what's the best thing for the child? Mm. Then that's where co-parenting starts. I love what you're saying, bro. Because you're right. And and I want to acknowledge that there are some people who co-parent or who have children out of circumstances that were not consensual. And, you know, for that, I mean, I feel, I feel terrible about it. I think where I have the authority to speak into is where there's been a consensual relationship. Mm. And saying that accepting the child is here and then you know what you, you, it's okay to acknowledge your disappointments it's okay to acknowledge the fact that I wish I could have a relationship with this chick uh, marry her or whatever or not whatever those feelings are I think their feelings are valid but beyond those feelings there is a child and that child was not in the contract <laughs> And they were not there when you were making the the consensual decision. They are a beautiful result, mm-hmm. and as a and as a result, then you have a responsibility to raise that child yeah, in yeah. the best manner possible. hundred percent. I would have if I had got married at that point, mm-hmm. I would have been a very bad husband mm-hmm. and a very bad father mm-hmm. or dad. Mm-hmm. And that's and while I did not make conscious choice that I'm not going to get married and become uh, a bad husband and a bad dad mm. or a bad father. Yeah, I, that was not the thinking. Mm. I just felt, in my opinion, that the fact that we have a child is not a reason for us to get married. And I was very clear about that. And I've been very clear about that. But that is not reason to abscond my responsibilities. Now, and responsibilities are things you discuss. Mm. For example, you move in when you those days you I remember you in one of the podcasts talking mm. about being housemates mm. with some guys mm. I think who they had come on the podcast yeah. it was clear who paid the rent yeah. who bought the food mm. you know if we are if you're co-parenting mm. let's agree who does what mm. 
because if you don't agree or what is expected of the other of party both, of both of parties, both parties yeah. the point that when you agree that this is expected let me tell you life is much easier mm. but when you don't agree or when one person feels entitled whether it's the man or it's the woman they feel entitled to something beyond mm. the other one mm. then you will have issues and that agreement is clear it's good to say i mean you see the, the needs of the baby changes mm. at the beginning what does a baby need diapers ba- food boob mm. so you what discussion do you have the, the best thing you can do is make sure you're not stressing that lady mm. so that because when you stress her what she happens can, she can't feed the child she can't feed the child no. so you have to be you have to think that and as the needs change mm. then you also have to change but you can't sit there in anger complaining forever that uh or oh, i was played or oh, i w- what rubbish grow up boy simple what rubbish because you see we forget that and <laughs> you've lived with your kids mm. and their and their mom was mm. your wife mm. when you guys are fighting do the children know Mm-mm. yeah that's what you think they know they know from this point of view they'll see your demeanor mm. these are the people who live with you they know even a child in the well, stomach knows well, that well, is a problem I, I, i think they could tell the vibe they can tell let me tell you point, eh? they can tell the vibe and sometimes they will even blame themselves unless unless the fight is what they got into in the first place then they think this is how things are normally. and when i'm saying fight i don't mean the physical, physical or yeah, shouting yeah, yeah. No, I know. even that vibe it matters so when there's that vibe the kids know mm. and what they will do is they will scatter around you guys mm. yeah mm. depending on they don't want to be on your bad side but you think they don't know and you do this for a year two years three years ten years and then in 20 years you start wondering we're asking Kwani, what's wrong with these boys what's wrong with these girls mm. well you have taught them for Actually, 12 20 years you've been showing them you you're showing the their mother mother then you expect that boy to grow up and respect women he won't he won't actually for us when, we, when, when we're going no no marriage was sort of ending when we're going through a separation one of the decisions we made was for the children said so at this point it's probably better for them to have a happy mother and a happy father living separately than the perfect picture of a family mm. in the same house but in a war zone mm. you know And so it was not a war zone like Kosovo and Sarajevo but you know there was yeah. there was there was strife there was conflict there was a you know a, a, a difficult space I brought you in today because I or rather I asked you in today because you have a unique set of skills hmm. I have a few friends like you hmm. who are parent, co-parenting with multiple hmm. uh, moms for their children and i wanted to, you to come and maybe share some things that you've learned from your experience that would be useful to my boy who is parenting with multiple moms okay number one mm. is acknowledge every child is an individual and mm. every child is different and requires different things mm-hmm. i'll give you an example a phone call with any any of my sons is goes this way hi dad how are you are you bringing my bike before i could say yes click hello hello mm. it's gone mm. that conversation has ended yeah he has told you what he want he wanted uh, conversation with the girls are hi dad how are you have you been uh, have you eaten you, you know it's a mm. whole long story mm. by the time you have been asked about bike here something mm. you melted ages ago mm. okay so, mm. so everybody is different so you must learn to treat every taught, child you've, differently you've me and the same mm. they're all your kids so you can't be seen to favor mm. but you also have to accept their individuality yeah that's number one. Mm. number two, every mom is different mm. and has a different and they were not raised in one house mm. they all came with their own set of values and their set so you have to also acknowledge mm. that they have a different set of values mm. so you can't say because this works for mom a mm. then it must work for mom b 
But where you learn something that works for mom A mm. and you think it could help in you then find a way of applying applying it. Mm. And you see every everything you do in life is an experience. So mm. one might tell you actually you need to listen to your kids a bit more. Mm. You no, know, get off your phone a bit. Ah, okay, good. Then you're going to apply that to the next person. Mm. But it's not saying you then it's not like a carbon paper you mm. just do the same thing. So that has to be a very deliberate effort. And then just try to understand. But there are certain things I must say and, and let me just be honest. Number one, it is not uh, what's the word? What's the word? It these relationships are not optional. You have to understand in your life that this is your life and these people are in your life, the children and their mothers. And mm. you have to accept that for the rest of for your the life. rest of your life. Yeah. They are part of you. Yeah. So, if somebody is going to be part of you for the rest of your life, it's better you get along. Mm. Okay? Mm. And I will say this to guys, getting along is not sleeping with them. Mm. Too many of our boys think that they will only give child support if if they're getting some. Mm. That's rubbish. If that is not if you guys are not if that's not the direction you're going, eh? Stay the f away. Mm. Okay? deal with them it is better when you're friends okay and when i say friends is not that we go drinking together we do coffees mm. is the fact that when we meet we can be civil mm. we can have a conversation you can be kind and you can, can be, be respectful kind and you can be respectful that helps mm. the moment that doesn't exist everything else is a problem another thing and this is why maybe muslims used to marry for wives and then they used to say if you buy one a mercedes you have to buy another mercedes you mm. cannot favor one yeah. so one cannot be in st andrew's story mm. <laughs> yeah and the other one is in free primary education yeah what are you saying mm. because one day it will become an issue you must try and create some set of equity mm. even in a family even where people who live with all their kids and yeah, their wife. Yeah. Not, sometimes all the kids are not in the same school, but there has to be some sort of rationale, <coughs> some sort of yeah, equity, yeah. so that you're not looking like you're over-favoring and one mm, feels that mm. they are more. And I'll give you an example. My daughter used to wonder, why is it that they come? One of my daughters gave me a photograph, framed photo of their, their mm, six photos. Mm. So she put three, and she left three blank spaces mm. for, for me to fill the pictures I like. Yeah. So very proudly, I hung it up. Little did I know the other kids come home and they see that and their photos are not on the wall. Mm. What do they think? They like her more. Exactly. Now, did that occur to me? No. Never. But one day, one told the mom and said, ask the mom, why is so-and-so's photos in dad's house and ours are not there? And so the mom did not come and reprimand me. Mm. They came and told me, you know, uh, there is this issue. And if mm. because you have a mutual respect and you can have a conversation mm. and it occurred to me, it never had. And that Christmas, our Christmas project was to put photos of everybody mm. up. Mm. And now everybody's photos are there. And and that became such a, it was a very beautiful thing mm. to do. And now on my last birthday, they all gave me beautiful photo frames, which then I'm going to put of all their photographs. Mm. But you see, <laughs> If she had come and reprimanded me and told me, oh, you know, the other, mm. uh, what would have happened? There was, but there's, there's, yeah. a, there's a level of respect. And, and that only came with also creating boundaries. And that's why I say, put it down in writing. Because it's not, it's not a crime to be broke. Boss, it's not a crime to be, there are days you will not be able to pay. Yeah. That's not a crime. Mm. And that should, you shouldn't be reprimanded because you can't, afford child support mm. but if you've agreed uh, school fees is mine medical is mine i will do xyz and you agree mm. and both of you agree and you know the law says it's 50 50. yeah okay yeah i know it can never custody. it's shared custody yeah. okay but agree what that shared custody is who does what and so that that way it you're not then um you're not then fighting about things so that the day you don't have you can say look hey Fees is my responsibility. Mm. But I'm struggling. Think I'm yeah. struggling. Mm. Can you cover it for this month? Or can you cover this time? When I've got this thing going on, I will be able to do it. A reasonable person who's thinking of their child will listen to you. But you have to have created that space. I agree. 
I hear you. You, had, you, you, you were going to have them over over the holidays, mm-hmm. I think, in August. Did that, did that happen? It didn't happen in August, but it mm-hmm. did happen. It did happen. All, it, yeah, and yeah, it's okay. brilliant. It's the best thing ever. It is actually, it is amazing. Unfortunately, um, for example, mm-hmm. during that period, and mm-hmm. just towards the end of August, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, at the end of August, I lost my brother. Oh, yes, I remember. I'm so sorry and, about that, bro, by the way. And as I was taking my eldest daughter to school, mm-hmm. Little did I know she's chatting with my other, our second-born daughter, mm. on IG, and says, "Daddy's been very strong, but please check on him." Wow! This is the girl they've just met. They know she exists, but they had never really met. Yeah, they've never met but her. For me, that was just like, wow! It, it's wow. one of those moments you 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 want to bust out and cry. Mm. Yeah, but in reality, that's. They're telling you, they're showing you that they're family, mm. despite all these other issues oh, that so, you guys are having. That's really cool, yeah. man. But this business of, I, I, I feel sad, and I think I've told you this. I have very many female friends mm. who are have zero support from the fathers of their children, mm. zero, mm. and not because they don't acknowledge or the guide. It's like I don't know. I, I I can't explain because for me that's never been an option. And maybe, as you say, I'm an expert. It's not been an option, but it's happening more and more. And you start wondering. So you don't know if it's people don't know how to, or they're running away from that responsibility. And sometimes it's we have again. I'll say let's stop commercializing everything. Sometimes the child needs their father. In their life, just it is present. not their father's wallet. Yeah, just they, you know, they need their father. Period. First. Yes, first, and and we must agree the best interest of the child. If both of us agree, then why would we be fighting that? You want milk money for milk? Why would that even be? Why what? Why would that be a discussion? How many of our friends do we know? Is the guy who eclairs mzinga every day in the bar? Yeah. Drops 15 Gs from Zinga, but their children don't have milk, milk, or even a medical cover, the basic mm. medical cover. Mm. But you're out here flossing. I mean, what rubbish is that? Have you tried to bring all the moms together? For what? I, I, I was just in my mind right now. I was just imagining. <laughs> yes. You have all the children together. Mm-hmm. You know, just. You see, that that then is a premise that you're. Look, they, I have seen all the moms together in one space mm. at my brother's funeral. Mm. Okay? Mm. Now, for me, wow. I looked. I wasn't stressed. I didn't, my heart didn't beat. Mm. For me, it told me that despite everything else, I must be doing something right. Because I never asked anybody to come. Wait, let, me, they let me clap. This is me respecting you. So for me, that was a big acknowledgement. And maybe I never said it. Mm. But for me, it was an acknowledgement to say, actually, there must be something you're doing correctly. Mm. But they came. Mm. They did not come there because I'm in a relationship with any of them. They came there to support the father of their children. children. And they 100% supported me. They, They would call to check if I'm okay, send you prayers, contribute. I mean, it was, they were there for me, I must say. And for me, that was great. And that tells you, or told me, that I may not be doing everything correctly, but there's something I'm doing correctly. And hopefully, then the children will also benefit from that. So if, because now the next one of my daughters just finished from four, so mm. we are going to campus. If today she was get, when the day she gets to comes for her to get married, are you telling me I will not invite? I will not invite the the mother or those of the other kids. Of course I will. Mm. Why not? This is my child, and for me I'm saying these are my children. D- you are the mothers, but these all are my children. So that has to be very clear. And even if, assuming I got married, anybody who'd, who I would marry 
must know that these women are the mothers of my kids and will remain that and will always have a special part in my life upende usipende that is that's not negotiable it's not even a discussion let me digress for a second digress just a just for a second and then we'll, we'll, we'll bring this to a close because i think everything that you that we needed to say has been said um dating hmm. have you found that when someone then realizes the entire package that you come with hmm. have you found people who find it hard to sort of deal with the entire package first and foremost let me just put it out there if somebody then has a problem with that then mm. that person is not for you not for straight me. away because this this uh, package you're mm. calling it ain't going nowhere it's not going anywhere. so you better you better go mm. before because the package ain't going anywhere yeah. however what i have found that um, what i found is there are very many good people in this world mm. and there are people who will accept you with, with everything with every, why will they accept you because they because you've accepted yourself mm. but the moment you don't accept yourself then don't expect other people to accept you mm. and this again i go to and tell men you meet a lady who has a child mm. okay accept that she has a child mm. and as long as you intend to be in her life that child is partly your responsibility mm. whether you fathered it or didn't mm. that is your responsibility so you can't chop and change hmm. you cannot it, i'm sorry it doesn't work you may never be th- th- that depending they may never call you daddy hmm. but you have a responsibility as long as you're in their mother's uh, <laughs> but you're not entering their mother's pants and sleeping in her bed or vice versa you have a responsibility because you you meet a girl you're going to sleep in her house and she has a child and the child has no food or she's come sleep in your house how so you take somebody's mother away for the weekend and she leaves a child hungry and you're taking her to masaimara are you mad are you mad even you would you want that because remember and you have to accept that remember the same thing is going to happen to you these four ladies these five ladies will get married Mm. Okay. Do I have a problem with the father of uh, with their husbands? No. Why? Because you have to accept. My daughter is privileged. She was recently out of the country. Mm. We have to agree uh, and this is the kind of conversations you have, eh? Please, eh? Don't give her any more money. We've, we've sorted out pocket money. Mm. Okay? I you gave her X, I have given her X. And her stepdad has given her this. Now, if he's not, how would I expect that he's not involved in her life? How? So you have to teach them that you're more privileged. I, we tell our children, you're privileged that you have two homes. Mm. And you have two homes that you can go into freely and you're loved in both homes. Mm. And the day comes, one of the other ladies gets married. Let me tell you, I will be there singing Kamwere Dok myself there yeah <laughs> if not helping pay the dowry yeah? <laughs> but on a serious note you, you know if the mother is happy so is the child that's true let me tell you if the mother has a mother day remember it is your responsibility because a child will want to give the mom something for the birthday if it's mother's day it is your responsibility agreed okay mm. if it's christmas it is your responsibility and when father's day comes or your birthday comes you may or may not get something in return but that's not the point <laughs> that's not the point <laughs> yeah the point is you're also raising citizens mm. who you want to be better than you mm. for me my current challenge is i don't want my boys and even girls mm. to make the mistakes i have made so I show them 100% love and I will also show love to their mothers within the those confines. So it's it's become very easy in the last few years when we can go to school together mm. with and sit there and there's no tension and mm. we can laugh and we can laugh and we and I always laugh I, once we were in a school and I, uh, in one of the schools and 
we are sitting with the mom of my daughter and of course we are enjoying that and she's there she's getting prizes and blah blah but it's really nice and you guys are laughing you and then when we finished one guy comes and tells me Allah, i didn't know you had a child in this school yeah, but that can be your wife i said what I said why I said ah, you guys are too happy because <laughs> of course we are we are cracking jokes yeah, we are beating stories yeah, but, but, uh, but but normal couples were sura ya kazi there was a fight this morning yeah. and for me i don't think maybe at, at the earlier stage and a, a lot of that was my fault because mm. i was also in denial mm. i was also hiding so i also behaved badly at the mm. beginning mm. but there is no day i hope and god i hope i have never done this where i refuse to provide to the for the children because i am trying to punish the mother mm. and that happens too often or where the mother was was hitting on hitting me because oh, because they're trying to punish you know sometimes yeah. you feel like you're being punished yeah yeah, yeah? and you and i remember in in the period when in the, a few years ago it was really bad mm. and in that period when i'm saying going to court mm. i actually found myself asking but when he raped you it's th- I mean you're treating me like it's like you want in that room. Yeah, like I it was by force. Yeah. So why do I feel like I'm being punished for the fact that you got pregnant? Mm. It's a shared decision. Now that because it was a shared decision, can we share the consequences? Mm. It can be then my problem. And and men, when you don't have, you don't have. And when you have, provide. Provide, yeah. Okay? And when you don't have, don't hide. Don't pretend. Just come and say, "Hey, things are thick yeah, and i'll give you an i'll give you an example i show you a text i send a text and said hey things are thick mm. send me january invoices mapema mm. i start dealing with them in november december so by the time we're hitting january for yeah. school fees yeah. it's not a struggle yeah and you, you get you a need, message you back teach me that skill uh-huh. yeah you get a message back telling you uh, is there anything i can do wow now that is it's a nice place to be at mm. and let me tell you and i'll say it again and i'll say it again and i'll say it again that children know the moment there's tension between you or they know you guys are not in sync you're mm. not talking what mm. do they do they come tell you one thing mm. and then tell the mom one and then they'll keep you guys in mm. that mm. but the moment they know that you guys can are in sync yeah, yeah? they are lying there's no escape because they know the decision mom made will be affirmed by dad the decision that dad made will be yeah, found, but by by not losing also your individuality so nyumbani kama mnakulaga mboga because you know we have to have a healthy when you come to my house crackers and popcorn and sweets will be allowed mm, okay mm. a bit more than they are allowed at home mm. but we will not then remove everything that mom does that can it can happen because now take that dynamic and you're playing those games what happens that day you then bring another woman into the house and she finds the fragmentation mm. it will even get worse yeah and and and, and you, you make you create a ripe environment oh shit mose you said so much truth man um i want to look for a parting shot i don't i feel like everything i needed <laughs> i hoped would be said would be said here i'm looking for a parting shot let's talk to the guys first and 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 say just like what's the one thing you want to tell guys who are co-parenting i don't know it, it, it's it, it, it's 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 difficult to just think of one thing but for me the one thing that i know i'm coming across more often mm. especially with the ladies i meet mm. is is men who have just abandoned ship mm to a level that i i don't know maybe <clears throat> maybe we have we need to have a conversation or and ask the guys who've run or who have bailed or what happened what what happened because you know i always like to make a joke that these children are the, the mother is not your relative mm. the children are so how why are you abandoning mm. so no matter what happens just be there for your kids and maybe there's a shame or uh, or there's some stigma you some think fear something it's, it's nonsense i'm here i am standing saying i have seven children with five women i am not ashamed mm. that's me mm. i have brilliant children i have a brilliant relationship with 
their moms. And I, even when I've been in relationships, I've been in brilliant relationships. But let somebody come and say that I am that I, I have I don't acknowledge my kids anymore. Or I am taking a girl out and my kids are hungry. How? That just removed then that's now we go where we started. Mm. Are you a father? Or are you a dad? Are you a dad? Because if you are a father, then everyone can do that. Any man can go and father a child. Anyone. But if you are a dad, you will be there to protect and provide for this child. And I know that maybe that protection and provision, women are getting into that space. But doesn't absolve you from that responsibility. No, no one can replace a father, man. It doesn't. Let me tell you, you can lose your job today. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, you don't lose your responsibility. All you lost is the ability to provide and it's temporary. Mm. Yeah? You can always find another. But it doesn't replace the fact that you are a father or you are a dad. It doesn't. It just says right now, my things are not working, but I will be back. But the other duties, we are not ATMs. Time. Time. Just spend time. Spend time. Yes. That thing is magic. I, I try as much as I can to go to these school events. Mm, I go to all the school events. How many times do you look around and you find you're with the moms? Quite a bit. There are days you look around and you think, where are the dads? Either they don't show mm. or... And you start wondering what's going on. We have to make time. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. Mm. I am far from it. So am I, and there are days I am not even... Even me, there are days I'm unable to make mm. it. Mm. But the f- day you can't, and you have a good relationship with the mother of your children. And you call and say, this one, sees me. Mm. Please, just hang in there for me. And you, if, the, if the children are, are old enough, you can explain. Mm, they will understand. And maybe the last thing I'll say, I am so thankful that you did not use the word baby mama in this entire conversation. Wow. I am so thankful. Because if there's a word that we must stop using, mm. is that. Because that's already... You've already demeaned the person. Mm. It already has a connotation of, of negativity. Call them the mother of your kids because that's what they are. Whether you want to, and I'm not saying you'll get along, you will mm. not always get along, mm. but they're the mothers of your children. And whether you, uh, you run away, whether you go to the moon and back, that child is yours. Your story, you went looking for your father. Mm. You're rebuilding a relationship. You went looking for him. What will this... When this, for all our friends who have built, mm. what will they tell their children in 20 years when, when that children. child comes looking for you? Whether you knew or you didn't know. In my case, 26-year-old boy came looking for me. Mm. I am struggling to connect, mm. to, to be to be that person gonna, he wants gonna, me to gonna be. It's going to be a year now, right? Exactly. I'm struggling. It's been a year. I sometimes struggle and I can see he's this he's looking for he's looking for what he'd missed as a child mm. i am struggling to give him what he what he needed as a child because he's an adult so as much as we are connecting it's difficult mm. it's difficult to connect at the same level than somebody who you know who you knew as a baby, as a baby yeah. but i have no shame in saying sorry bro i didn't know you existed and if mm. i knew we mm. would it would be different and now that i know we have the rest of our lives to, to build to something, figure this thing to out, figure yeah. it out. Okay? That's what I want to ask guys. What will you say when they finally show up? What would Obama's father say? And on that note, see you next week. I have nothing else to add. <laughs> Thank you, Moses. <laughs> Thank you for... <laughs> no, uh, there's nothing else to add, bro. I agree. Thank you. And thank you for always being so candid. And thank you for <laughs> opening up your love, your life, and for always saying yes to me. Hey, Karibu, and um, congratulations a year. You've been doing this. Yeah, imagine that. It's a year since we started having some straight. We actually started talking about deep things a year ago. About a year ago December, yeah. we, I yeah. think we had like a two-hour conversation on the phone. <laughs> yeah, on the yeah, phone. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I, I, I really believe what you're doing is is great. Uh, I had people calling you from Canada, some places mm. we can't pronounce. That tells you Winnipeg. the reach. Winnipeg, bro. Uh, that one. <laughs> Pigs. Yeah. <laughs>
asante amani and i hope you i hope you're taking care of yourself to the best of my ability yeah yeah or at least somebody's taking care of you um usina libia soko good goodbye see you